0: On S E N S A, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And he a seven-year warranty.
1: Yes, welcome to another edition of The Round Ball with uh, Dom and unbelievable uh, Travis Dodd. You would not believe what happens in this studio, folks. It's, Absolutely. It's like amateur Absolutely, Absolutely. Unbe- hey, it's another Wednesday night and uh, do I say it's another big show? Because every other sports show starts as another big show tonight.
2: It's a Huge show tonight oh, is huge. huge, it's not big, it's huge. Oh,
1: well, what's happening there? What's so big about it?
2: We're talking, just another to day in sport, yeah. We've got a lot of callers lined up, oh, goodness. absolutely. <laughs> now, Massive. I'm gonna
1: say the most important thing we're to do is thank the people that make this show possible, Very true. and that's Flight Center South Australia, best in the air and everywhere. Hyundai, Hyundai Play Clearance is on right now, and you can receive special uh, bonuses today, so keep them in mind. And, of course, it's the open line number. You can call us whenever you like. We're going to reward you for doing it. Our number is 1300 736 736. And it's all thanks to Milk Bar. That's our open line. Old-fashioned service with a modern twist. And you can text us on 0427 154 166. Now, tonight, uh, we do have a special guest, as you mentioned. We're going to have a chat to um, Nigel Bogart, the captain of Newcastle Jets, because that's who Adelaide United take on next. And speaking of Adelaide United, Travis, Travis, your former team, you were a captain there once, what on earth is going on at Adelaide United? Three in a row they've lost now. And last week it was an embarrassment too, by the way, just very quietly.
2: It's just not getting any better for these guys, mm. is it? They, we've spoken many, many times about the inconsistency within their games. Uh, sometimes they play well, sometimes they don't play well. And they're going through that period now where uh, it's just it's it's a battle to watch, to be honest, because the... Just the individual performances as, as well of some of the players. Uh, it's just not up to scratch for a professional environment and to concede some of the goals that they're conceding.
1: Yeah, well, you've got to also question, and, you know, let's, let's, we, we can't sort of skirt around this. You've got to tell it as it is. They're, they're import players. Now you've got Offset, the striker, really below par at the moment. Haven't seen Came much. Came off the bench. Came off the bench. Then you've got Michael Maria at left back, really average. I'm sorry, he's not a, it's not a, I mean, I reckon you could find one in the NPL who could do just the same job.
2: Yeah, it's, Strange on them, because he started off a bit as your mother and father. Came good for for a few weeks, but has just been on, a, from what I see, a steady decline. Doesn't have that that attacking mindset to want to get forward and take players on. You know, a lot on the weekend was sideways passing, going backwards. And you know, when you look back and think back to the, to the fullbacks that we have had at Adelaide United over the years, I think Casio yeah, was one of the, of the best, best yeah. that, not only in the... In Adelaide United, but in the A-League. Your mate uh, as well? Jamo, Scott Jamison as well, who I was having a bit of a Twitter battle with uh, <laughs> earlier today. Um, but, yeah, they just lack that a lot. Um, it's evident that there's a lot of goals coming from that side of the park as well. But in saying that, Jakobsen and Jordan Elsie didn't have great games either. They, yeah, they, no,
1: very disappointing. They were just
2: pulled from pillar to post and just didn't look like a cohesive unit across the back four. To be honest, I don't think the, the system really worked for him as well because uh, Western United, they they were playing with the back three uh, when they were playing out, so it was almost a 3-5-2 and they were really overloading in the midfield and Adelaide United just couldn't deal with that. Diamante, who was an absolute pleasure oh, to watch, it, he was It, it was men
1: versus, he was the man and Adelaide were the boys. He just took well, him, tore them to I shreds. Mean,
2: to be fair... Luis D'Origo almost is a boy. He's a man, well, yeah. but he's, um, in terms of uh, footballing Good careers... Good little player, but... Yeah, um, it was always going to be a tough outing when Diamante was was cheating defensively, wasn't dropping right back to to defend, hovering around the halfway line, which was creating a lot of space for him when Western United did win the ball back to hit him on the counter, and they did it well. We we even spoke to Western United coach uh, after the game, Mark Rudin, and he did say... Uh, obviously being wrapped with the result that Adelaide United played right into their game plan. Now, I'm not sure what game plan Mark (laughs) Rudin was uh, actually referring to to because... Look, Adelaide United were pretty poor individually.
1: And you got to—I mean, let's—with all due respects to Western United, they aren't the best team in the league either. But they really made Western United look like champions, didn't they? Because they just did what they liked, and uh, wasn't for Izzo, there could have been some more goals. But there's a lot. There's definitely problems there. I want to hear from our listeners that who actually go to the game, who follow Adelaide United, who either watch it on TV or if you go to the. Uh, uh, to Coopers to give us a call and tell us what you think. What do you think is wrong with Adelaide United, the imports, the coach? Could it even be the coach? I mean, questions are going to be asked about the coach there, trip. I mean, uh, Verbeek, he's been there this season. Okay, it's his first season, but, you know, he comes out and complains about a lot of stuff. But, uh, wow, he does. you're going to be complaining about what's going on the field. one three hundred seven three 736 is our number. That's our milk bar open line number. And if you do get through, we'll give you a couple of tickets to go and see Adelaide United. Uh, they are in action on Sunday at 5:50. It's going to be said it's a later time. I know that it has 5:50 on the 5:30 fi- uh, on the fixtures, but they've actually made it 5:50 now because there is the W League semi-finals and they don't want that to clash. But I'm interested to hear what the people would say. Have you been speaking to people about what's going on with Adelaide? Have they come up to you as a former captain and said, "Trav, what's going on here?"
2: No, oh, they do. Um, particularly the guys at work that I work with, uh, they watch the game on the week and they know that I commentate and just say. Trav, how, what's going on? What? How they, How can they be so bad? Um, and it's either how can they be so bad or you know, when they're going through good periods, yeah. what are they doing to play so well and why can't they just be that consistent um, gaming week in, week out?
1: Such a big game last week too because obviously they're out of the six now. And, you know, if you go back to last time they played Newcastle Jets here in Adelaide, they were lucky to win that game. They did win, but the Jets uh, were so unlucky not to beat Adelaide and, uh, They've got their hands full again this Sunday against the Newcastle Jets. We'll talk a bit more about that with uh, Nigel Bogart shortly. But uh, let's go to the phones. Mark, you got something to say. How are you, buddy?
3: G'day, mate. How you going? Look, you're right about Maria. He's not up to standard. Secondly, you know the defence. You can drive a, a truck through there. They wouldn't touch the sides. <laughs> I couldn't believe they had many goals that were getting easy. You lose interest. And you know something? I'm upset because LA Knight is a better team. You know, like... In, They've got, they've got something, but it's not clicking. It's annoying me every time I watch them, right? Look, if they're looking for plays, can we go down to Gawler and get a few more? There must be a few more extra good plays in Gawler we can bring back. Because really, they are frustrating. You know, I, I don't know. Can somebody put the finger on it? What is that? I mean, that defence is the, the worst defence I've ever seen, how they just cut through so easy. And you know that other team? They're not that good. We yep. made them good. Yep.
2: It's, it's a disgrace.
3: You know how they not have a reputation. They're going to lose it easy after
2: this. Mark, what are your thoughts with uh, Verbeek and and the players that he's playing in or continues to play in those positions? Maria, for example. Oh,
3: uh, I, I, I don't think they're in their right places. There's something wrong. I, these oh, guys are better than me on this one, but I just think some of these players are the, not in the right spots. Uh, yeah, look, I, 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 I do agree.
2: And we've got a
3: lack of players too.
2: Yeah, look, the, the squad depth uh, isn't great, uh, particularly when you talk about the foreign players. And, and Opseth, I think, is is a good example of that, that uh, he's brought in as one of those important visa players that it is crucial that you get right. And if you can't get that right, well, then just cut your ties and and go with uh, a young local player. And,
3: and you know, so if you, if you want crowds back, you've got to show them good soccer. Yeah. Not bad soccer, good soccer. Are you a regular? That's why people keep it away. Yes, I am. I and mean, you know, sometimes when they're hot, they look great, and when they're off, they're off.
1: Yeah, they just play in patches, don't they? There's some uh, patches of the, the the game that they look really good, but uh, then they just so many times. Thanks for your call, by the way, Mark. But there's so many times, Trav, they gave the ball away, just needless overturning the ball, and then they were punished. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing that. Players at that level can make so many elementary mistakes.
2: Well, the the more concerning thing for me is the fact of how easy they're getting broken down, how easy they're getting pulled out of shape, uh, particularly in the back four and in the midfield. They're just uh, opposition are finding gaps at will. And Mark mentioned that uh, you're able to drive a truck yeah. uh, in, in the defence and it's almost true. It was. It, yeah. it felt like that on the weekend.
1: Well, look how many goals they've conceded. They, I think they're one of what the one of the last highest sec- second worst second worst in the league, no, and yeah. uh, that's that's pretty amazing, really, because Adelaide have always prided themselves on their defence.
2: The flip side to that is they've got the second best attacking record. So if they could shore up the defence, yeah. Well, then the 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 league was their oyster this season.
1: Yeah, it was. Well, they you know we all sort of started off the year with pretty optimistic, but uh, tell you what. They lose against Newcastle on Sunday. I'll be, I'll be very surprised that they actually make the six. I think they are going to be struggling. But uh, the boys before us had a chat to uh, Bruce about the players and uh, what he thinks about the players. And, uh, well, are they are they up to it? Let's have a listen.
3: Something needs to change. It won't be the players. Uh, you know, I think uh, the the players are, are good players. And I'm not saying that because, you know, they played one or two good games. We're talking about guys who, you know, <laughs> lasted the test of time. And, and excelled either at this club or, or at other clubs. And they've done well for for large parts of this season. So um, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I've spoken to the players uh, recently, like I, I do all the time. Um, but it is hard to pinpoint. It's hard for me to say, we need to change this or we need to change that. And that's going to solve our, our issues. I think they're even scratching their heads just as to how and why uh, you know, they lost so poorly twice in the last three weeks.
1: Yeah, that's Bruce Jutte. I mean, they're scratching their heads, Trav, but they've got to really come up with a solution. They just can't keep stra- scratching their head.
2: Well, the interesting thing is, Bruce says, something needs to change and it won't be the players.
1: Yeah, well, so, coach? A,
2: well who else can you change? You're not going to change the owner.
1: Well, you're, never going to, you're not going to change the owner. Uh, you can't blame the owner. He's pump the, pumping the money in. And you can't change 23 players. It's a lot easier to change the coach. And really, if, if it keeps going like this, you've got to start considering that.
2: Well, the, the other thing is um, as well about the foreigners. Uh, Verbeek said in the media last week that if you're not going to spend the big money, then don't worry about bringing them over. Uh, just stick with the local product. Uh, Bruce actually did a Q&A on Twitter this afternoon and the question was asked if Adelaide United are considering a big name marquee player and he flat out said that that won't be a possibility for next season. So
1: For next season. For
2: next season. Mm. So already thinking along those lines and I think it's already evident because the club is going into uh, re-signing mode now, trying to lock up core players that they can build a squad around next year with Ryan Strain, the, the latest one, to, to re-sign for another two years. So, uh, look, they, they're going to have a, a core squad, but they, they do need uh, a bit of flair in yeah. there as well.
1: Well, they need an X-factor, X don't they? Like um, every club has got an X-factor in there. Like we saw it on uh, the weekend, that Diamante uh, for Western United, he was the the X-factor. He just made Adelaide look very average. We don't, Yeah, we haven't got a bad squad. <clears throat> there's no doubt about that. It's not a bad squad, but it's not a great squad and you need a great squad to compete.
2: Well, I think back to the early days of the A-League when with Cozzy, and John Cosmina, um, I don't think we had, we didn't have those big name players with us, but what we had was, and what Cozzy did really well was get that resolve within the players to, to play for each other and to play for the shirt and to play for the coach. Yeah. And with Cozzy, he could motivate you to run out there and, run through brick walls for him, yeah. which is what we did because technically we weren't the best team, but we had a lot of heart and desire and we found a way to gr- grind out results. And I think the the team at this point in time is just missing uh, a bit of that.
1: So you, you're saying they haven't got enough heart, this team? You think they the coach is not, hasn't grilled them enough to, to toughen them up enough?
2: Well, I don't know about uh, <clears throat> grilled them to toughen them up, but... There's just not enough desperation because if there was desperation there, some of the goals that they have been conceding they wouldn't be. For example, when Barisha, uh, I think it might have been the fourth goal, so it was just after half time when. Yeah, pretty uh, much straight uh, after uh, half time. No, Scott Galloway scored, so it was the fifth goal. Um, Barisha has received the ball inside his own half, played to Dimanti, who's played Dimanti's played a great ball out wide to Risden. but in the space of five meters, Barisha has has already got goal side of. Uh, both Elsie and Jakobsen, and they're yet to react, and yeah. that just doesn't make sense. If if you're desperate, you're you're trying to block a player, you're doing everything to get back, but we're just not seeing enough of that. And, and, you and see that's it- not just from them, sorry. It's, <coughs> it's you, you start defending from the front, yeah. so it's from the front back.
1: And and but you can just uh, <coughs> tell in the body language as well, though, Travis. Even like we're watching their game, and we even mentioned it when we we're calling it. The the Adelaide body the body language just doesn't look right. They. They don't look like they're a team playing with a lot of confidence, and you know, I guess it's fair enough to say that because you know they lost five two to Western uh, uh, West Sydney, then they lost five one to Western United. They're conceding a lot of goals, and they're starting to look made look like an average side. And this is a team that, you know, you go back a couple of months ago, they won four in a row. They were vying for the top two spot, and the oh, exactly. wheels wheels are just falling off every week. And this week. You know, it's going to be hard to even tip them against Newcastle because well, I, I don't think I'll, I, don't think they'll beat Newcastle. It
2: is, it, it is hard, but and I've been in this position with with Adelaide United. I've been in a worse position with Adelaide United when we were when we finished bottom. But one thing that that can't change is your dedication and your determination and your effort week in week out. Yeah. Because it's a privilege to be a professional footballer, and you've got people paying a lot of money. Uh, hard-earned money to to come and watch you. And there's an expectation. Uh, Of course, no player goes out to put in a bad performance or lose a game. But one thing that you can impact every game, and that's effort and desire.
1: Yeah, well, they've only got six games to do that. Uh, So the season quickly running out there, obviously not out of the the picture yet for the top six. But after Newcastle Jets, uh, they got the bye. And then have a listen to this, Trav. Melbourne City away, Wellington away. Uh, Sydney at home, Perth Glory at home, and Brisbane away. So <laughs> that's a pretty tough finish to the season. Well, yeah, they're four, wow,
2: four of the top six teams. There, exactly. So it's it's not going to be easy. Yeah. And you're right. If they if they can't get up this week, then I think they're gone. Well, yeah, they can't just, get up. You just about write them off. Yeah. You, you um, can.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a short break because after the break we're going to. A talk to a guy who's going to stop, try and stop Adelaide United from beating him, and that is the former Adelaide United defender, uh, currently the captain of the Newcastle Jets, Nigel Bogart. That's coming up right after the break. Uh, you're listening to The Round Ball with Dom
0: and Dodsey. On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty.
1: Yes, Siri, welcome back to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. Thanks to Flight Centre South Australia, best in the air and everywhere. And, of course, Hyundai. Their plate clearance is on right now for limited time only. And you receive special bonuses across the range. And if you'd like to call us on the... milk bar open line number at any time 1300 736 736 or you can text us on 0427 154 166 well uh, Trav as we mentioned Adelaide United up against the uh, Newcastle Jets uh, this Sunday uh, late afternoon evening and it's going to be another tough game for Adelaide United and to try and stop Adelaide from trying to beat them and he did play for Adelaide United once upon a time and that is their skipper Nigel Bogart from the Jets joins us now Nigel always a pleasure for you to talk to us mate (laughs) No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem, mate. Uh, you would be looking uh, from afar and seeing what's going on with Adelaide United and you're shaking your head like the rest of us and thinking how are they getting smashed just about every week?
4: Uh, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't put it that way, mate. Obviously, they've uh, they've done well for the majority of the season and, and are where they are on the table for a reason. But, um, yeah, obviously, you know, everyone goes through those periods during the season, um, everyone's beatable and um, unfortunately we've got some results like that as well. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they've got enough uh, quality in, in, uh, within the squad and, and the staff to turn things around, but uh, it won't be this weekend.
1: They're, def- they're definitely <laughs> the wounded bull, there's no doubt about that Nigel, but even you've got to go back to the last time you played it here at uh, Coopers. Uh, wow, you're unlucky to actually lose that game, you should have really won that game.
4: Yeah, I thought we um, we probably deserved more out of it. I think um, we, we created um, a lot of clear-cut chances and, and didn't take them. And ultimately, um, against good sides, they're going to go up the other end and punish you um, and uh, had a label clinical that night. And and we weren't. So at the end of the day, that that cost us. And um, I think they may have even gone on a decent run after that as well. So, yeah, looking to, to come down there and perform at the same level that we have over the last month or so and um, hopefully come away with a a result.
2: Bogues, uh, I just want to rewind the clock a little bit. Uh-oh. um oh Here we are, go. Here we there, go. Get, get ready for it. Are there any coaches that you'd like to to thank for your, uh, I guess, development, for your career? I don't know, any coaches from Hunter Sports High when you were a young 14-year-old? Oh, for
4: goodness sake. Well, l- listen, if, if you want to expose how old you are on air, then, then that's up to you. Um, don't worry, I've, uh, I've already
2: mentioned I've I've already claimed it. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, yeah, there was there was a, a very youthful Travis Dodd um, coaching me back in the day when I was at high school. Um, so I think I think the the penny dropped with you when I came to play at Adelaide with you, and I think you may have been in your mid to late thirties already then. Um, and uh, yeah, listen, I'll give you a little bit of credit. Um, it is a scary probably fall, more though. the
1: not too
2: much,
4: please. Probably no, not too much, but probably more the enjoyment side of it. That's that's probably about all I give you. Yeah,
2: I'm a fun bloke to be around, guys. That's for sure. Uh, Hundred percent. Hey, listen, listen, you guys have gone uh, five games unbeaten now. You've got a new coach, new players. Uh, What's the vibe like being with Carl Robinson uh, as head coach?
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's been good, obviously. Um, even under Ernie, we, um, we weren't that far off. Obviously, we just couldn't couldn't finish things off in in, uh, in certain games. But since Carl's come in, um, he's obviously brought a wealth of experience, um, a certain style of football he wants to play, which I think um, suits our squad, and um, it's helped bringing the the additions he has as well. And um, boys have come back from injury as well. Myself, um, Wes, Arroyo, um, timely returns as well. So. Everything's um, happening at the moment. We've got a good, strong squad, uh, a gaffer who um, knows how he wants to play. Um, and it's, uh, it's very enjoyable at the moment.
2: You guys are 13 points out of the six at the moment. So are we talking mathematically you can still make it? Is, Where's uh, the is calculator? That, is, that, is that the kind of talk? Or are you, you genuinely uh. a belief there that uh, you can get on a run, particularly with all these players coming back, the reinforcements in Joe Ledley, Yabini, and let's face it, Wes Houlihan is, is almost like a new signing because he's been out for, for so long?
4: Yeah, definitely. Listen, we we don't speak about it, how far we off, or even really look at it. McGaffer's um, got a, a long-term plan as well. He's obviously here for a few more years after this, but um, we'll be pushing every game, um, and I think it's about just improving that that style and the way he wants to play. And if we can if we can get to closer to the way he wants to play it then uh we'll we'll keep picking up results. But those of you who've been around this league long enough and Dom to know that if you if you go on a run of three or four um, wins you can you can jump the, the ladder quite quick. So um we've got the the belief and, and the confidence within the squad that, that we can put results together um and hopefully um a few other results fall our way on the way into finals.
1: Do you like coming back and playing in Adelaide? You spent a couple of seasons and, and you're really pretty good when you were here at Adelaide United, of course. He's uh, saying that he's not cheers now Dom. No, no, no I'm pumping know, him up. Oh, okay. I'm pumping him up. So he's trying to bring you down <laughs> there uh, just <laughs> for the record nice. But anyway. Um, do you have good memories of Adelaide?
4: Yeah, fond memories. Obviously, I spent um, five years down there. I, I uh, packed up and left home around 23 and had the likes of Dodgy and Lucas Pantelis and the likes look after me, so that was always uh, enjoyable. But I, I love my time down there, and um, it's a great football town, and a great stadium, and a great club, and I um, enjoyed my time there, and I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere else um, bar um come home to Newcastle and play for my home hometown, so... Fond memories, always catch up with uh, people when I'm down there. Um, Dom, you don't ring me for lunch anymore, but that's all right, I'll deal with that. Um, But no, it's it's, it's a great place, it's a great city and, and um, I think everything at the club, uh, apart from maybe on-field results of, of late, um, everything's heading in the right direction. So it's, it's good to see.
1: Well, hang on, just before Travis, in, in to I don't ring you anymore. You don't answer your phone very often. So that's most probably well, the reason. that is
4: true.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Bogues, the last couple of weeks, we've seen uh, Adelaide United concede a lot of goals. Can you take a lot from from those matches or do you do you put it down to just uh, aberrations in the performance and you, know, you can't really look to, to that type of game style that they've been playing?
4: Yeah, it's a hard one and I think um, all, all best laid plans sometimes go out the window when you do approach a game and um, you can analyse and, and um, analyse games and, and then go out in the field and, and expect the team to, to play a certain way and it doesn't happen and then on the field, um, if you haven't got the calibre of players that can they can manage the game um, on the field, then things can go astray. So it's a, it's a matter of analysing um, them, understanding um, how they can play when they're in form and, and when they're not, and, and um, be be aware of everything that might happen on the day. And then um, once around that field, make sure we can adjust accordingly. But um, listen, like I said before, any team can beat anyone in the league. Um, everyone's going to have uh, form slums and, and, and go on runs. So... Um, for us personally, hopefully Adelaide's staying a bit of a slum at the moment and we can come down there and
2: roll. Hey Bogues, uh, with Carl Robinson at the Helm, is he the type of coach that does uh, a lot of video analysis on the the opposition teams or is he more focused about, given he's new into the team, more focused about trying to implement his philosophy, philosophy uh, on the team?
4: Uh, a bit of both, to be honest with you. There's, there's definitely um, analysis on um, us as a team and how we can improve our style of football, but... Um, we always do touch on uh, the opposition and um, it's it's not, like I said before, it, it's uh, not in massive detail because um, we need to understand how they'll play. But I think if you focus too much on that, boys can get a little bit um, short-sighted as to, to expecting something that's going to happen on the field that may not arise. So um, there's, there's a lot of emphasis on um, keep trying to play the way he wants us to play and
3: um, build on
4: that. And, and uh, if we can get that um, style of football and, and what he wants, and then we're confident uh, we'll get the result uh, more often than not.
1: And just in closing, because I know you have got something to do shortly. Um, Trav did say that Adelaide leaks a lot of goals, but at the other end of the scale, they have been scoring a lot of goals. So you might have your work cut out as well on uh, Sunday.
4: Always, always enjoyable, mate. It's uh, it's not enjoyable game if I don't get put to work at the back there. So <laughs> um, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. Obviously, some track power in the Adelaide team and. We've got to be on our toes, but um, I think they'll be concerned about our stuff if so going the other way as well. So, enjoyable. It'll be great to come back to Adelaide. Always a great time playing there at that stadium, which I, I still believe is, is the best in the country for, for the A-League and football-specific stadium. And uh, obviously, um, very knowledgeable football crowd. So, Looking forward to it, and uh, unfortunately, we'll be
1: upsetting them on uh, on Sunday. <laughs> I love the confidence. Good on you, Nigel. And We look forward to seeing you uh, back on the uh, Cooper Stadium uh, turf. Uh, good luck on the weekend, by the way, and again, thanks for talking to us, and we do miss you, by the way. It's too
4: easy. Cheers,
2: guys. <laughs> All the best, Bogues. And uh, Bogues, uh, Dom did just slip me a note. He said if you get in early enough on Saturday, he'll take, uh, take you for lunch. Okay. He's yeah. Yeah. Oh, You can, oh, you shout. You can he come shout. with me, yeah. Right. No, no, for Certainly. sure, I'll
1: shout him. I love the guy. I love the right. Nigel. Good yeah. on you, hey. Nigel. Take care, no mate. Worries, Cheers, nice mate. to talk Catch to you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, Mate, I uh, we used to often go to Scuzzies in North Adelaide. Shut down at the moment, obviously. Oh, but that <laughs> must be killing you. Killing me badly. But we uh, always... And you were part of it. You never paid, but you were part of it. I used to bring my card out, and uh, we used to have a good old time and try and solve the problems of the world back in those days, Trav.
2: Yep, we didn't get very far, did we? No,
1: where the problems are still there. Nigel Bogard, the skipper of uh, the Newcastle Jets, is our special guest, and, of course, he'll be up against his old team, adelaide united on uh, sunday and the kickoff by the way has been pushed back to 20 minutes so it's now due to kick off at 10 minutes to six and it'll be uh, because of the um, uh, the semi-finals of the uh, of the w league uh, yes. they, they are being shown on fox sports and they don't want them to clash in case they go to extra time so uh, they've done that for the broadcaster which is fair enough because they're the ones that paid the dough their trip
2: well i think to be fair the Fans that do watch those games want to see the result, yep. uh, and they, yeah. they probably want to see the end of that game, and they want to see the the beginning of the A League. So, good call, I think, from the A League.
1: Yep, we'll talk about the women's game a little bit later because there's good news because the stats keep getting bigger and bigger with uh, the uh, the girls playing our game, which is uh, fantastic. My word. I, I know the other codes pump up uh, pump their chest about how many girls are playing their game, but uh, football soccer has been way ahead of the mark for many many years, and it's going to get even bigger. Anyway, we're going to take a short break, and if you'd like to call us on our Milk Bar open line number, that is open right now, 1300 736 736. And also, if you'd like to text us, 0427 154 166, we have tickets to give away, and also a $50 voucher to the Milk Bar just for getting through. You're listening to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey.
0: On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and he a seven-year warranty.
1: Yes, uh, welcome back to the Round Ball, and we're open for business here. If you'd like to have a chat to us, one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 is the Milk Bar open line number. Of course, Milk Bar at 57 Flinders Street in the city. Pop in and say, G'day. Uh, also, Hyundai, uh, Hyundai Plate Clearance is on right now for a limited time only. you receive special bonuses across the range. But we're going to talk about the women's game right now, Trav. Uh, thanks. Let's do it. Yeah, thanks to SA Power Networks uh, empowering women's football here in uh, South Australia, and of course tonight, let's uh, uh, f- job at hand uh, the Matildas uh, take on uh, Vietnam, and they are in Vietnam, and of course it's uh, no supporters there. Obviously, they've shut the gates, yep. so uh, but you wouldn't think they'll um, falter from here with a five-nil first no, leg lead. Certainly
2: not, um, and having been quarantined to their rooms as well, can't yep. can't leave the hotel, so. Uh, straight to the game, get the job done, which they will do. Yeah. Um, would expect a, a scoreline similar to to this one from the first leg, but uh, you think so? I think it would just be a, a formality, and something would have to go terribly, terribly wrong for them to not qualify for the Olympics. Yep. I mean, be... the the scary thing is though, will the Olympics even be on?
1: Well, that's another good question. Well, f- so this know, might all no be for nothing. Well, no one's commenting yet because the Olympics were well, how far away they Olympics? June. About three months away. Yeah. So June? I mean, there's still yeah. time. By then, hopefully things would have settled down a bit. But, yeah, the Matilda's in action tonight. The Olympic qualifiers. They have a 5-0 lead from the first leg. So it just should just be a formality where they will qualify for the Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, of course, um, the W League semi-finals. Adelaide United, have, as we know, are done and dusted. They did finish second to bottom. But the semi-finals are on this weekend. That's one of the reasons why the uh, match in the A League has been pushed back 20 minutes to accommodate Melbourne City up against the Western Sydney Wanderers that's on uh, the uh, first semi final and the other semi final is Melbourne Victory against Sydney FC so it's two melbourne teams against two sydney teams there uh, Trav.
2: well it is a bit of state rivalry um, going on there but you know, expect melbourne city to get the job done against my mate uh, head coach at uh, western sydney dean heffernan is he your mate he is I well, well he he a, any... he's a former teammate i should say well no,
1: it team-mate. doesn't mean he's your mate because he might not want yeah, to I talk said, to anymore i more. said he's a former teammate okay, fair
2: enough. um but, uh, yeah, I think uh, Melbourne City, they've been too strong all season. Uh, former Adelaide United captain Emma Checker there uh, getting involved uh, at Melbourne City and uh, looks to have been a great move on the yeah. cusp of making a grand final. But uh, I would expect it to be an all-Melbourne grand final in the W League this year.
1: All Mel- Is that what you're thinking? All-Melbourne, yes. Really? No Sydney? No, Cid, no, no,
2: all Melbourne, okay. which means Melbourne victory, Melbourne city. Yeah, no, I kind of get that part. We should, we should probably put them in the tips this week, give you guys a bit of a chance to catch up to me.
1: <laughs> God, smarty pants, a long way to go yet. Uh, so, good luck to those teams uh, vying for a uh, grand final in the W League. And speaking of the W League and women's football, of course, uh, it keeps growing and growing. 11, 11% growth in women's and girls' football, which is fantastic. But we're not surprised of that, uh, Trev. I mean, it's been growing every year. And if we happen to get the World Cup, which they're trying for here in Australia, that'll just send it through the roof because uh, there is a pathway for women's uh, soccer because you can play for your country, play at the Olympics, play at the World Cups. There you can play everywhere, which is what the other sports don't have. I mean, okay, the cricket do have the World Cup, but yeah, let's face it, how big how big of a world is cricket? It's well, a very small world. I mean,
2: they had the word they had the T Twenty World Cup final here. Uh, a yeah, couple, but how many play? How nights? many
1: how many countries play cricket? Well, I don't know, probably Roughly. lots. Thirty seven. No. <laughs> Thirty? What? Thirty-seven? You serious or delirious? Cricket. Cricket. How many countries play the cricket? I have no cricket? idea. I have we'll no clue. Benny. Benny, can you check that out? How many countries? Anyway, but uh, we know that in uh, in in our game, uh, every country in the world uh, plays the game. So there is a terrific pathway. So uh, it's just great to see how many women are playing the game. Yeah, my Any daughter. Sport for that matter? Yeah,
2: my daughter. Um, school school sport plays tennis, but her winter sport she's chosen this year. Uh, Aussie rules.
1: Really? Yeah. Ooh, what does she- Dad think about that?
2: Uh, I I think she'll be a, a, better, a better footy player than she was a soccer player. Okay. Yeah, because uh, quick story about that. Um, you would think that my daughter, having grown up, watched me play uh, quite a bit, would understand the rules, but uh, playing school soccer a couple of years ago, she was uh, a field player, outfield player, and was inside the penalty box and thought that, she could pick the ball up, so she picked the ball up. I'm like, no way. Are you actually serious?
1: So she must have seen Dad do that, maybe. Are
2: you serious? I don't know. Really? I don't know what she's watching, but there you go.
1: Maybe I mean, you put her off watching you. You put her off wanting to play the game.
2: Yeah, all these girls playing, and my daughter's not one of them. So yeah. uh, Look, it is great, uh, and you're right. The World Cup uh, will put the sport yeah. through the stratosphere yeah. in Australia. Because it
1: does that, doesn't it? When these sort of tournaments, whatever sport it is, uh, international tournament, uh, people just want to jump on the bandwagon, I guess.
2: Absolutely, and the the more the merrier because that means uh, more funding for our game.
1: Yep, and let's hope it. And let's hope it does happen because it'll be, there's a good chance that I reckon we can get the World Cup here in Australia. and We do need, and we'll see some games here in Adelaide, and uh, it'll be just fantastic for the game, for the women, and women's sport in general. 105 countries play cricket. Their trip.
2: Did you think it was more or less? No, than I thought mine? it was, 37.
1: I, you, What did you say? Thirty-seven. No, you didn't. Did you say thirty-seven? Thirty-seven. Okay, I thought you said 137. No, I thought it oh. was less. I thought yeah, I thought it was more. Yeah, around about. 30? Uh, so
2: the so the Matildas, uh, they've got this game tonight, but they've also got a couple of uh, international friendlies. They're playing uh, the US of A uh, Friday, 10th of April. Uh, kickoff is to be confirmed uh, in the US and playing against Canada uh, in Canada on the 14th. So, so that
1: hasn't been uh, because of the coronavirus? Well, not not yet stage, anyway? Not at this stage. Yeah, okay.
2: Uh To be advised. There's
1: a lot of lot of uh, games have been played behind closed doors in many sports around the world, uh, just for more for for precaution, obviously. Uh, And Westfield Matildas defender Ellie Carpenter has been nominated for the 2020 Rebel Female Football Award. Trav uh, Carpenter is currently with the Westfield Matildas, uh, preparing for tonight's Olympic qualifiers against Vietnam. And she has been uh, nominated for this very prestigious Rebel Role Model Award. And terrific. She's a great player. She's been around a long time. And uh, she's a credit to her sport, really, when you think about it.
2: Yes, she absolutely is. Uh, she's up against some other Westfield W League players. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the list here. It's uh, Chelsea Dorber from Adelaide United, which is great to see. Shea Evans. Now, that's a great story because Shay Evans was the first scholarship recipient for the John Murray John Moriarty oh, really? People, uh, Foundation, yeah. So, Terrific. yeah, it's great to see that she's come on in leaps and bounds uh, into the game. So, well done. fantastic. Letitia
1: McKenna from Perth Glory is in there as well.
2: She is uh, yep. Tessa Tamplin from the Jets. India uh,
1: Page Riley from Brisbane Roar.
2: Yes, and Courtney Nevin from the Wanderers. Well, so, go. good mix across the league there.
1: Yeah. So, good luck. Uh, that's the nomination. And good luck to Dorbs. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because uh, one of her own.
2: Yes, uh, her brother plays uh, Metro Stars, and he's uh, quite. Quite a proud brother um, on Twitter, very vocal. And he should
1: be as well. So that's the nominations for this year's Rebel Female Football Award. We're going to take a short break right now. And on the other side of the break, we're going to go overseas. Well, not literally. We're going to talk about what's happening overseas. I'm definitely
2: not going overseas. With
1: With the Aussies abroad, you're that worried, are you? Yep. Okay. You're not going to Bali or anything?
2: I'm definitely not going to Italy.
1: Okay. No, I'm not going there either. I'm going to stay right here. Uh, but if you'd like to call us, you still have time here on the, uh, the round ball. You can give us a call on our milk bar open line number, which is 1300 736 736. We still have these tickets to give away to Sunday's match Adelaide United up against the Newcastle Jets. And if you'd like to text us, 0427 154 166. Back after this
0: for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere and he Hyundai's 7-year warranty on SENSA The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsy Okay was that, was that you for push, pushing other buttons? Hang on
1: a sec, I just want this uh, to fade out a little bit I've got no idea what that was but I, for a minute I thought I must have slept through something Someone was <laughs> talking about breakfast Who was that?
2: That was, that yeah, was Kane matter. and see, everybody Kane wants it
1: Hazy. Everybody wants to be on this show, you see. They want to be
2: on our time. They slot. want to
1: talk about the world game well, because no. it's actually played as we speak the world game as opposed to they're still waiting for theirs to start. But anyway, uh, we're on the uh, home stretch here. So if you've got time still, if you'd like to have a chat to us, 1300 736 736 is our milk bar open line number. And you can text us on 0427 154 166. And it's uh, time now, Trav, because uh, this is our favourite time of the month. We like to talk about uh, the Aussies abroad.
0: Aussies abroad. Thanks to Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere.
1: And don't forget, if you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And you can call us here on our milk bar open line number any time you like. And a lot of things happening around the world, even though they might be playing some of them behind closed doors. So let's go to uh, the UK first. Trev, what do you yes, got for us?
2: Yes, uh, our Aussies, they dominated in the Asian regions really? this week. They dominated. But the Aussies are struggling in the top two divisions in England. Key Socceroos fighting tooth and nail for, Ooh, for, for points. Uh, in the Premier League, uh, Matty Ryan, Kept his first clean sheet for Brighton since, can you believe this? Since Christmas.
1: Wow! Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Maddie. Christmas.
2: Happy Happy birthday to yeah. you as well. Uh, and Aramoi uh, was taken off after 89 minutes. Crucial point uh, to Wolves. That's a good point because Wolves that is not a bad side this, uh, this they season. Are flying, uh, yeah. absolutely flying. So uh, that'll be a big point to try and stave off relegation. Uh, in Scotland now our good mate uh, Tommy Rogic uh, got a second start in a week for Celtic playing just over 70 minutes as they thumped thank goodness St. he's Mira, playing a bit of football them now 5-0 uh Martin Boyle played 90 minutes for Hibbs. uh they were beaten 3-1 away uh at home to Hamilton and Ollie Bozanic played Bazanic played uh, the first half of Hearts as they drew one all to Motherwell uh, in the English Championship Jackson Irvine and Callum Elder played 90 minutes but they were absolutely hammered 5-1 away to Stoke. And Jackson Irvine was pretty critical in the media after that, saying that the players uh, need to have a good hard look at themselves in Ooh. the mirror. They, there's no free rides. And, look, they, they need to lift their socks up because they're in a, in a relegation uh, battle as well, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they are. are. Uh, Marcel Ongo, just not getting uh, – he's having a terrible run at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, still on, on the sidelines still. Um, his team got thumped uh, 5 0 as well. So well,
1: they can't blame him.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they can't at our, our new, newly crowned Aussie, um, big Harry Souter. Do you remember Harry Souter? Yeah, I did. It was he big, scored big a...
1: seven foot 15, isn't <laughs> <there>, it? <think? laughs> yeah, yeah. He
2: Scored a double on his uh Socceroos debut in Canberra. That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had two matches this week, a uh, clean sheet in each, as uh, Fleetwood Town scored uh, a 1 0 away win to Ipswich, and uh, they drew 0 0. Uh, against local rivals Blackpool, well, there you so go. that's uh, that's it. that's my uh,
1: UK stuff. UK,
2: yeah, uh, ex- uh, except for Mark Milligan uh, and injured.
1: Well, yeah, well, but he's retired from the. And uh, what's going to say the Socceroos. It's important that a lot of those players that you mention get game time because the Socceroos, obviously their World Cup qualifiers have been uh, postponed now because of... Yeah, yep. But they do have the Copper America. What a huge tournament that's going to be. And how good is it that the Australia actually competing against the likes of uh, of Argentina, against Lionel Messi, Uruguay and all these sort of clubs. So what a great tournament to set them up there for things ahead and uh, hopefully it's not going to be embarrassing. But let's have a look at some of the players that are playing in Europe now and our good buddy uh, Matthew Lecky, in Germany finally made his comeback for her to Berlin. Uh, coming on in the uh, well, he good had a, a good three, good four impact. minutes. Yeah, eighty minute he came on. Why well, yeah, was that? Most probably to waste of time or something. Two two draw was against uh, Werder Bremen. And uh, as as we know, Maddie Lecky wants out of uh, Hertha Berlin, so uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see. And...
2: Well, he could have made a difference because I saw in the Champions League this morning uh, Leipzig yeah. uh, against Tottenham. Yeah, against I don't team, want to talk Spurs. about that. Uh, guy came on; uh, he was on for thirty seconds and, scored, and scored. So, yeah, yeah, Lex could have done that. He could have set up the equaliser, scored the equaliser. We don't know. Yeah, well, we'll, we need to watch we'll more see.
1: Football. Yeah, we'll want to. Hopefully, he goes to a good club. I mean, it's a big club by the way, Hertha Berlin. But obviously, things aren't going well for him at the moment there. Uh, Brandon Borrello, Adelaide Bourne, was still an unused sub for Freiburg F.S.C. A- as they beat Union Berlin 3-1, but uh, unfortunately didn't get much uh, game time. Uh, let's go to Austria. Jimmy Jago played a full match. He's been getting a lot of games, hasn't he, Jago? Of course, he spent, was it one or two seasons here? Uh,
2: oh, I couldn't tell you to be uh, off the top of my head. You can head.
1: tell me if you want. Anyway, all right. You okay, can tell me. One, that's good. Yep. Uh, but they drew it home, nil-nil. Uh, James Holland, he was rested. Uh, Denmark, Mustafa Amini started and played 82 minutes. Uh, who was Mabil played the full game for his club as they defeated uh, Randers 2-0 away. Uh, Milos Degenek, and he's one of the regulars for the Socceroos in Serbia, he played a full game as well and kept a clean sheet for Red Star Belgrade, one of the big clubs in that country too, and they secured a 3-0 win. So some of the players that do get game time for these Socceroos at least uh, getting uh, some uh, minutes on the pitch, because it's, Trav, as you know, very important, because if they're not playing, I mean, would you play them? I mean, if they're not getting game time, they're on the bench, and they're not even, and they're in the stand. Would you
2: pick them? What about this one for you then? Um, over in Asia, former Adelaide United skipper Issa Say Sa- Sanchez. I see his Issa, yes. Yeah. Spit it out. <laughs> in Qatar. Uh, in guitar. So he's playing quite regularly. Is uh, an Aussie citizen. Yeah. Would you cap him?
1: No. Nah. I think. Uh, Uh, A great player that he is. I think, no, you, you, I mean, how old is he? 33 or something? 34?
2: Well, Sasha Ogunofsky was 32 when he made his uh, Socceroos debut.
1: Yeah, I know. You're right. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one there. If he's playing well. I don't think
2: he will. I I don't think uh, Graham Arnold
1: will. I think it would have happened if he he was going to cap him, wouldn't he? Let's face it. He would have already done it to play for the Socceroos. But, uh, as you know, he was fantastic here. For And that's who they miss, Adelaide. You know, they miss uh, 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 Isaiah as a defensive midfielder (laughs) because, He was the leader that they haven't got at the moment, really. Well,
2: for as good as uh, Luis De Rigo has been, uh, it's his first full year uh, starting week in and week out, and he's been a good contributor. But you're right, it's uh, it's hard to sh- fill those shoes that um, yeah. you say is, uh, left.
1: Yeah, well, you can't expect De Rigo no, to do the same not. job, can you? Because it's like chalk and cheese. That's but why you've
2: got other senior players. Absolutely.
1: And you do need someone to step up. I mean, maybe the skipper, Jakobsen, he needs to step up a little bit and, and take control and, uh, you know, Motivate some of the players because um, he is a good defender. He has made it, had it, had made a few boo boos back there in defence as well, but uh, you can't do it all by himself. He's 34, 35 years of age as well. I think he's getting up there as well. So, yes, they really need a victory on the uh, on Sunday and United their next uh, home game, uh, two in a row now at home. Uh, they got a reasonable record against the Newcastle jets they did beat them here last time round but they, I must admit they were a little bit lucky to come away with a victory but uh do you rate them do you reckon they they' win what's like i mean there's a couple of days to go but what do you think
2: there is um i don't want to give too much away because you'll probably just copy me on my tips no, but I won't. um the Promise fact the fact that the jets are coming off the back of a buy uh a bit I of think, a rest. yeah I just think uh united will bounce back after two uh pretty poor performances and like they really need to uh, put in a, a polished performance to to get themselves back on track, particularly with the games coming up. So yeah, I think they'll get back to their winning ways.
1: All right. Well, fingers crossed because they really do need their three points at home. I don't think it's going to be easier. The confidence levels wouldn't be too high, though, would they, Trev? After ca- being smacked five-one.
2: I wouldn't have thought so. Mm. That's for sure. But yeah, they just if there's any game that they can come out and do it. Yeah. Um. I guess it's it's against one of the lower teams. Look, Jets have really got nothing to to lose now. Yeah. They, they're, yes, they're mathematically a chance to to make it, but Highly they can unlikely. play free. Yeah. yeah, they can just play free with no pressure. Playing so for contracts, then they, with some of them. Absolutely. So they could come out and and sh- really give them a shock. So. Look, There's no doubt they'll have to be at their, their best to, to get a result.
1: And when the pressure's off, you do seem to play a lot better, don't you? You haven't got that uh, that pressure of having to win, having to score. You know, you kind of play a bit more free, don't you, really? Yeah, well, that's
2: it. And and look at the additions that, that Newcastle have got with Bernie Abini, played uh, yeah. before the bye uh, against Perth Glory. Joe Ledley uh, didn't play, I uh, don't think. Uh, he wasn't registered, didn't get clearance in time, but is likely to play this week. And then Wes Houlihan, who... We saw in the FFA Cup. He was very good that night. I was calling that game. He was great. He was great and look forward to seeing him.
1: And we look forward to us calling the game on Sunday. That just about does it for the round ball here with Dom and Dodsey. Thanks for your company. Enjoy your Wednesday night and we'll be back again same time next week.